is four past six, and we are in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next two hours. Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialist. Bring us our Friday edition of SEM Breakfast, and you can be a part of it. And what a show we have for you as I welcome the man sporting the pucker-up Winchita this morning. Yeah. Scotty Cummings. Hello, mate. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. How good is it? It's a Friday. Beautiful day. Love it. It is an absolute crank. A little bit too bright this time of day. <laughs> Would have preferred it to be brighter later this evening. But you know, Alex, that's my family who are dealing with a rodent this morning. Yeah, uh, it's not great. It seems to happen far too often in yeah. your house. Yeah, because well, yeah, well, it's a change of scenery. So, so. so you got up. You got up and... Um, did your business, and um, there was a, the the cat was chasing a mouse. Yeah, just in the toilet area. And you just went, it doesn't seem like my problem at <laughs> 4.30 in the morning. Closed the door and left. It wasn't huge, but I just don't do them. So uh, I, the rest of the house will be dealing with it as we speak, and they will all be doing bushweeds out the front. None of them, none of them <laughs> no, will be going to the toilet. Going in there. Hey, Scotty, <laughs> I was out at Nicola Estate last night for the uh, Perth Wildcats Business Network. Sounds Swan Valley-ish. Exactly where it is. Unbelievable. It's the old Hortons. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Graham Yukich uh, and the Y Group took it over about four years ago, right on when COVID hit. Yeah. So I've really Very only had it in working order for the last four months. Yeah. Unbelievable. Beautiful. Oh, mate, it is Unbelievable. The jacarant, it is massive. It's not just this. It is the drive. You come off the road. I felt like I'd missed the turnoff. I drove in and here's this unbelievable, the vines where they make the wine, the function centre, and then in the middle of the vines, the grape vines, is a lit up chapel. Oh, really? And it you cannot, oh, for love nor money, get Booked in there. Well, I've booked a couple in there going forward, just in case. <laughs> just put it on standby. <laughs> emergency plannings. It, yeah. Beautiful. So we uh, had oh, the Wildcats, all the Wildcats um, partners. Yes. Huge turnout. The business Massive. partners. Yeah, the business partners yeah. uh, and the players' partners. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. So if anyone is looking for somewhere, let me just say, and, and that whole group, Y Group, they own Fiori Coffee. European foods, a oh, uh, whole lot of uh, wines and beers. Oh, incredible! So it was a great night to everyone out there. And Andrew Vlahov stole the show. It was a, it was a fantastic, fantastic. You know what I'm really enjoying? This is that's twice this week that you have said something really complimentary about the Swan Valley. It's an area that you don't you haven't visited or frequented a lot over your years, no. just because it's too close to Bassendine for you mm. and Guildford and real Swan District territory. But you're starting to understand the beauty of the area. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. And Keller's should, Farm, which I've been to. I've told you about Keller's Farm, the little cafe yeah. place, the coffee place that I go what to. What we in the bush. should do is organise, um, when we go on holidays, we should organise a mm-hmm. a day mm-hmm. where we do the wineries and the breweries out there. And because you don't drink, you'll drive. Yep. Uh, all of us. This sounds pretty good, doesn't it, to me? Why don't we do that? And you can just drive us around the valley and show us the places that you've seen and we can get slaughtered and we'll be great fun in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you will love it. Yeah. No, that won't be happening. But what happened was, I was driving home last night, Scott. Beautiful idea. And I and I sort of came through, and I was saying, "Do I go down all the way down Row Highway, which I always feel like I'm going away from where I want to be? Yeah, it takes you down the leech and then through the tunnel and all that sort of stuff." Anyway, so I turned right in my the bypass, Great Eastern Highway bypass, and came back on Great Eastern Highway. And I actually don't, don't mind doing the Great Eastern Highway drive because I don't know, I just see people and cars and things, and it's busy. I like it. No makes, problems. Makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, it's, it's sort of my gets my take on that there is another world out there. <laughs> just there over there. Yeah. Just there. Yeah, it's 
Come on, you, but you, you, you're starting to explore these areas now, and you realise how beautiful they are. I don't need to explore are. that area, mate, right? <laughs> but what I did do, what I did do, you could book in one of the little twenty-six dollar a night motels. <laughs> there's no such. There's the Maracunda still there. <laughs> Maracunda, that was right there where the airport. Airport. Was. Brearley Avenue. Do you want to remember that? I remember. And you have to be old to be able to understand what this is. But my dad used to go to a lot of twist club functions. I think we were basically business with. What were they? Twist. Yeah, they used to. Word for no. Swingers? No. (laughs) 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 Businessmen would have sundowners. Remember the days of the sundowners? What about that for a male chauvinist? I've never been to one, but that's what they were. Men in suits and. Come home in a bad way. Uh, may I just mention uh, that I drove, was driving back and I looked to my left and there was a whole lot. You know how you see like real estate signs and coming soon? No, you know? those pests, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw, I reckon, 15 or 20 signs on the left-hand side of the road. Tonight, 8 till 10. 8 till 10? Mm. Skimpies. Oh, <laughs> what? What the heck? <laughs> what? Still going? I, I, well, apparently at the Redcliffe Tavern. <laughs> oh boy! Hey, I dropped in just because I thought if I'm going to investigate this, I need to see. <laughs> I need to see what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. No, but I didn't drop in. But yeah. Oh, seriously? Really? And the car park—you couldn't move in the exactly joint. Exactly where the Redcliffe Tavern. Yeah, great. I'm pretty ten. sure it is. If it wasn't the Redcliffe, I do apologise, but it was pumping. Well, I was meeting a couple of mates at the cot this afternoon, but uh, we'll have a location change. Nah, I won't. That's, <laughs> I don't believe this. I don't. I, see, I cannot believe that either. Not in metro area either. <laughs> <laughs> but you're walking in going, yeah, just come and have a look. I mean, you just don't. No. Do you? No. I mean, the a... girl, don't forget, the ladies are getting paid and they do it. That's their. Chosen well, no, career no, they're, not a, they're not a gunpoint. They don't have to be doing it. They must, they must, but I just... I think they make a lot of money. Hey? I think they make a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know, dear. Tell me more. Before I stop going to the gym, I could be a skimpy. <laughs> Get these puppies out. <laughs> oh, God. Do you remember growing up, though, like with no, raunchy I've never girls? Done, clearly, I've never done that. Raunchy girls and stuff like that? No, I don't know. No, no, it's never been my bag. Mate. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's on video. Liar! That is on video. You're a liar. And I used to live on... Is Gnomes listening this morning? <laughs> I'm not sure, but... <laughs> you hope She not. knows all about me. Oh, does she? Is that, that where you met her? <laughs> <laughs> too far. <laughs> too far. She's going to kick your ass one No, day. she's not. She's, gonna, she's just going to walk up to you and say, Hi, oh, guys, great to meet you. And kick in the knee. Morning, Gnomes. No, we lived on King Street in Melbourne for seven years. Did you King, really? King Street's Was that the, the show? Top. Yeah, all of them. The no, all of them. Name them. You know, Goldfingers, Men's Gallery, Bar Spearman 20. Rhino. Spearman, apparently. <laughs> uh, it took ages to go and get milk. Uh, <laughs> no, but we lived there and we didn't venture into those places. It's not my bag, then. No, far from it. Far from mine either. Uh, anyway, but I do remember growing up at the Shenton Park Hotel on a Friday. It's a risky conversation. Well, we go back to the nickname that we did yesterday. <laughs> Friday, growing up in Shenton Park in the Golden Triangle, which is now yes. a retirement village, the Shents. Neil Randall used to own it. Yeah. And with a guy called Jim Patterson, mum and dad would be in the, the front bar just having a f- quiet hour with their friends. And myself <laughs> and Brad Roberts and Patsy and Hunty, we were next door. And there was the raunchy girls on and Baby Doll. For those who don't know, growing up, Baby Doll was the next big thing. Really? Yes, she was a stripper. 
I don't know what was she's there, doing now. Was there a, a chair in that? <laughs> Let's get her on. <laughs> Blast from the past. <laughs> oh, my God, it's Friday. <laughs> Introducing baby doll. I'd love to I mean, know what just, she's doing. Hey, well, when you name your kid that, she's got no choice but to be a stupid as you. I don't even know what her name was. Uh, what? Anyway, 13, 12, 55, great memories. Noah. Uh, I didn't... Uh, I think we move on. What about, <laughs> 13, 12, The Matildas were on last night. They were good, weren't they? 2-0. <laughs> Fantastic. Eagles were funny on Twitter yesterday. They were terrific. <laughs> Josh Corbett's stuff for the year. That's no good. That's bad news. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you're uncomfortable. I am uncomfortable. I've been down this path before. <laughs> well... <laughs> No, you haven't. Just scratching the surface. Hey, interesting you talk about the the Matilda. So I got home from last night's event out there at the uh, the Valley after driving past the, the Skimpy's <laughs> John's, and Highway. John's right, though. More than Scotland Goss, to be honest, what you'd see at the beach wouldn't be far off. Yeah, no, he's 100% right. Even just walking around and G-strings uh, at the beach. Well, now. I don't know. Don't they do. That's where I go to do my exercise. I try to walk, <laughs> I walk out. Yeah, the Goddard Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> How's that hole you've just dug? <laughs> but that, that, he's right. Yeah, they don't wear much. So, Scotty, I, and I, but speaking of wearing, last night the uh, Iranian women's soccer team who took on the Matildas, 2-0, well right under the Matildas. Sam Kerr scored a goal there, 18,000. Sold Great out. cross. It wasn't here at Optus. No, it wasn't. It was, it was, it was at uh, HBF Park. Yeah. Um, HBF. Okay, come on. Don't. Why do that? <laughs> it's the little things that tick you yes. off. One of the really little things when someone says H. Oh, so oh that's a skin crawl. Nails down the blackboard. <laughs> so the Iranian soccer team, if you didn't watch it. Yeah, I did. So, so, And I'd never seen them play. I can't say they're you know, one of my sporting teams of choice. They wear the full leggings. The only part of their body shown is are their hands and their face. Face. So they wear the the scarf, sort of. Uh, there is a name for it. Uh, it's not a full burqa, but it's, it's a hijab or something. Hijab. Like that. Yeah, yeah, that's something it. Like that. Nice work. And they wear leggings. Yes. And they wear uh, baggy pants and baggy shirts. Everything's there's no tight fitting whatsoever. Can you imagine? It can't unc- be free. It, can you imagine how uncomfortable that is? Yes. Or how hard that is? Yep. They lost 2-0. I wrote the stats down, is, Scott. Is that why they're so grumpy? They seemed really grumpy. No, you know, they, they were intimidated, they, mate. They, they, were, they, were, nah, they were pushing and shoving. They were being dirty. That was their style. Mm. So I wrote I, the stats were this. 2-0 Australia, 79% Matilda's possession, 21% yes. Iran. That, and that 21 was just getting out of the danger zone. <laughs> Wait a minute. Shots on goal, 25 Australia, yeah. 2 Iran. Shots on target, six Australia, none Iran. Passes, have a listen to this. Passes, 657 to 189. Well, I didn't get a lot of them. Just got to get their hands on the ball. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, don't get your hands on the ball. Sorry. Cor- corners, so corner kicks yeah, in the corner. Yeah, I'm sorry about six in a row. 19 nil. Yeah. Right? Clearances. This is a beauty. So this is from the clearances out of the danger zone. Australia nil. Yeah, they were never in it. Never kicked the ball out of defence. Yeah. 37 Iran. Yeah, they panicked. They were, they and Iran had no offsides because they placed basically behind the ball. Frustrating for Australia, but 2 nil. It's part of the Olympic qualifying. But just incredible. I, I actually got quite um, attached to the Iranian soccer team. The fact is that I thought, 
you know what? Blood under duress? Yeah, and the fact is that you know, it's Iran, mate. Mm. Can you imagine that? And and it, it's, it, it is incredible that they've got a national team. Yeah. They only got beaten 2-0 in Australia against some of the world's best players. Australia is full of some of the world's best players. They played a, a very minimalistic defensive style of game, but hats off to the Iranians. It was good to watch. Yeah. I'm more concerned about our 25 shots for two goals. I mean, we've got to clean that up. That's no good. Uh, Roy says, as a proud Iranian, it looked incredibly uncomfortable. They flopped very easily. Yeah, but and that's why there was 11 minutes of extra time. You got bang for your buck if you bought a ticket. <laughs> long time last night. Yeah. Finished well after midnight Eastern States time. We don't care about that. Uh, how do we think Piers Morgan is feeling today? What about that England losing? Oh, yes. We just, you know what, today, if you're bored at your lunch break, just, just get into him. Get into him on X. Go after him. Yeah, so England got, so they're out. They are the and Gilly called it. He did Gilly call it. called it, didn't he? Before the uh, tournament even started, he said, I'm telling you now, England might even be top four, they won't get close. They're on the bottom. Second bottom. Uh, near, nearest. Uh, Noddy says, strippers, skimpies and pubs of ill repute. What a great start to the show, lads. Yeah, I do think we've probably lowered our levels of... But I was just interested that yeah. I was driving... And Roy's trying to tell me where the men's gallery is. It's just on the corner. <laughs> yes, Roy, it's Lonsdale, <laughs> but you're just outing yourself. It's on the corner of Lonsdale, just off the corner of Lonsdale and King, apparently. Jason reckons we'd need to have a party bus, an SEN party bus to do a Swan Valley run. Send the invoice to Hutchie. Have a great day, you reprobates. There's the pig. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, Goss Lotto time. Can we get an update, please? Goss Lotto. Nothing. What? No one won. Oh, I've got 12 bucks. Again. <laughs> it just sucks you back in there every time. It's just like having. It cost me 14 bucks every like, time. It's like having $15, $10 each way. That's you've had $20 and you get $16.70. Yeah. And they go, oh, you've got enough to have another play. Yeah. 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 It's not a loss. It's not a loss. Well, it is. So. But, you, uh, but so we've won nothing. We don't, not a, we got the Powerball. Uh, we got <laughs> it's one number. the only one we guarantee. Yeah. We guarantee. But it's $40 million next week. But what we are doing. Powerball. Today, yes, what was you going through last night? You get, you know, of the seven numbers. You get five numbers and the Powerball. You'd expect something pretty solid, wouldn't you? Yeah. 170 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's all or nothing with Powerball. Yeah, 100% it's all or nothing, Scott. Hey, but um, now we we might have lost as the um, Goss Lotto Syndicate and our listeners might have lost, or not not one is probably the better terminology, but <laughs> yes. you had a little windfall yourself, I see, uh, yesterday. Thank you. Which came through. I mean, it's pretty impressive that you are here today. <laughs> very true. Um, Did you get the message last I, night? I saw the message and I thought, well, he said, I'm, I'm not coming in tomorrow <laughs> so, or ever again. So I got this email uh, from um, from Coltai Canella. I don't know if you know Coltai. No. Coltai sent me a message. Draft, draft prospect? <laughs> no. Um, Coltai sent me a, a text to say, an email actually, got email. my email address. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Maria. Yeah. has a donation of $3.5 million for oh, you and your family. Fantastic. Please reply back for more details. Oh, fantastic. Regards. Oh, well done, mate. And thanks for still coming in today. <laughs> okay. um, so I've sent them my email. And yeah. Actually, you know what? I said, save you having to have email banter. Yeah. Here's the bank account as well. Yeah. And so if you want to put it straight into my super, <laughs> here's the details of my super account yeah. and the password. Correct. Yeah. And my Ladbrokes account. There it is there, and there's my withdrawal number as well. Oh, fantastic. No, well, it's right, top of mate, guy, you know what? It's Money it's, shouldn't change anyone. It's great that a battler has a win like that. I mean, should you, would you 
bring that over to some of the syndicate? Oh, I wouldn't thought so. Yeah. I think you've yeah, got that to... was a personal email, and it was a <laughs> yeah. You won it, not us. Three point five million. Yeah, nice Maria, just... though. She oh, was thinking of you and the family. You must be a good listener. <laughs> and she must. Any other listeners out there that want to don't donate to us? Three point five million. <laughs> yeah, we'll accept it. Actually, may I just say because, as you do know, I am playing golf for Adult and yes. Teen Challenge. Adult and Teen Challenge on the third, which is soon. Where is this? Where Friday. are you playing? That's. You don't know. <laughs> Not sure. Question without notice. I think it's the vines. Oh, beautiful. It's in terrific nick at the moment. Or they might be sending me to the vines and it could be carrying <laughs> up. Anyway, so I'm playing, you know. For those, so you've got to raise money. For those who don't know, I donated to myself 1000 bucks. Anyway, I've put it out Excellent. to the family. Yeah. Thank you to Mark who donated $50. Thank you very much, Mark. You, Mark. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, but I, I want to take to task our very good friend Harlem. Yeah, well, Harlem seems to be a myth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you've given you still nothing. Still nothing. For a bloke that has his own sting, yep. Yep. Uh, we give him a lot of love. Yeah. We give him airtime. Yep. He gets in the syndicates. He's ready to. Uh, he never rings about giving input in anything else but the <laughs> Goss Lotto. Got the email in the outbox ready to go, just waiting on us. Still nothing. No, but Thank Mark, you to but Mark. Mark did. 5.28 this morning, Mark dropped me 50. Uh, good on you, Mark. You did sound like a good bloke, Harlem sounds like. Fraud. Yeah, I mean, fraud. <laughs> That's that. what happened yesterday. You called everyone frauds yesterday and they, they hit unsend. Yeah. <laughs> Delete draft. 13, 12, 55, if you wish to get more details or go onto our SEN uh, socials and mm. have a look at the details and you can make a donation there. So far, everyone's donated 50. No one's been brave enough to donate more. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. It's not that much. 50 is a lot of money, no, mate. It's You're coming off telethon. Interest rates are going to jump again. You watch Melbourne Cup Day when you just think you've had a horrible day on Melbourne Cup Day and you've lost everything. Well, here's another kick in the pills for you. You know Paul from Gosnell? Yes. Who's legally 100% blind. Yes. A beautiful dog. Yes. A beautiful family. A Wildcats fan. And his son, Toby, um, sits next to him at Wildcats games and commentates the games. Love it. Yeah, I love this. Paul's an avid listener. He makes some really good points when he texts in. And he's chimed in with strippers are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> strippers are overrated. Uh, he's sitting there going, I don't know what the fuss is about. <laughs> oh, he's funny, Paul. It's <laughs> <sense>, good humour. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. One of the very best. Good man. Uh, let's get a breakaway and come back. Uh, <laughs> still to come, David Taggart's going to join us after 6.30. Tagsy! Tags is going to join us. Rode in a well. Cox Plate. It's Cox Plate. Don't forget, they're racing the valley tonight. The question I'm going to ask Tags is racing tonight. Yep. Then they butter up again tomorrow. For a massive day. So the they question would... The man of advice, the man of wisdom. <laughs> well, I'm the main man here at SEN right? Track. <laughs> it's Tags. He just pumps himself up. He's the... Yeah, mate, it's you and him, it's, it's twins. So question without notice. Danny and Arnie. Question without notice for tags is should they just dump the Friday night and have fourteen or sixteen races tomorrow and have a super Saturday? Oh no, no, no. Why not? Oh, because the the double up is so, it's such a big forty eight hours. But not for the p- participants it's not. It's really tough going. If you're a jockey riding in the last and you've got to butter up for a five million dollar race the next day. Yeah, it's not about them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a break away. Um Harlem says, Hi boys, good work. Heard Harlem is a, a bit of a tool. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I've heard he's a tool. Mark, real good bloke. Hey, you know what? John, thank you. Thank you. 
Can we do a check on Jesse the Garbologist? We yeah. haven't heard from him for a while. Yeah, I need his laugh what? on a Friday. What's happened? Where's Jesse? He's he's, an, he's a footy man, remember, so he might just sort of go in and out. Jesse, if you're listening, or anyone who knows Jesse who's the Joondalup Garbologist, uh, let us know. We want to hear from him. 0487 736 Scotty and Goss back with plenty more. And after 7 o'clock, Chris Mayne will join us, former Collingwood and Fremantle player, and he's starting up a footy academy. This is you, mate. You're driving our bus to the Swan Valley Fair. This is the Swan Valley Swan Valley. Call now bus. if you want to be on the bus. Don't call. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so, so after Yazzie is Zane. Yep. And uh, Zane's probably, you couldn't get a more different player to Xavier. He's Zane's all flash and, uh, you know, excitement machine, big marks, fancy goals. Um, you know, all, all those sorts of things. So it's it's quite incredible that they're so different, really. Um, he's he's a forward, a forward mid, and uh, he's uh, he's can't wait to get out there. If I could just say, like, we've had quite a few interviews this year with clubs, and uh, after one of the first ones, I said to Zane, "So where do you really think you'd like to go?" And he said, oh, I reckon maybe West Coast or the Dockers. I said, oh, you really love WA. You really love WA. And he goes, no, no, I just want to get as far away from you two as possible. <laughs> That's Dean Dersma. He's the, fun of, uh, the father of Dane Dersma, who is ticked to go two or three in the draft. Uh, and uh, he's been interviewed. West Coast or Fremantle would love him. Yeah, and, of course, Xavier Dersma has gone to Essendon. Yes. And Yazzie Dersma plays for Port Adelaide and is a very, very good player. As well, so it's all, it runs all in the family. Oh, they're like the O'Driscolls. And there's one more to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dean Dersmer, you can hear that full interview with Zane, uh, with Zane, uh, with Kane and also with uh, Dermy on the SEN app. Let's get a breakaway and come back. Cox Plate tomorrow. David Taggart's yeah. going to join us. Uh, Tags rode in the Cox Plate in 1995. You hear him on SEN track. He's one of the all-time funny fellas. He's going to give us a winner or two, so I'm get your pen. I'm here for my comedy. <laughs> I'm here for my comedy. Get your pen and paper ready. We'll hear more from David Taggart, who's on Twitter as well. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Time for a sports update with our great mate, Chris Clafunas, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Good morning. Good morning. And a injury report, an injury report for SKG Radiology's bulk billing. Fremantle forward yes. Josh Corbett set to undergo hip surgery. That will see him miss the entirety of the 2024 it's season. Over. That is unbelievable. Couldn't have worse luck. Played for Peel in the grand final? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wee. That's really sad. One of the nicest blokes going around in football. And uh, he's he's done, unfortunately. So the Dockers are closing in on a deal to sign delisted free agent Oscar McDonald as a replacement. Uh, the reports are that he met with the Dockers last week and undertook a medical exam with the club's doctors as well. Mm. So we'll uh, watch this space. Yep. But, uh, yeah, SKG, radiology, bulk billing, Medicare, rebatable imaging services. Some NBL action last night. The Breakers took on the 36ers and lost. Adelaide finding some good form, 97 to 85 over New Zealand. So the big fella, uh, Cheatham, Cheatham, Cheatham. Solemn. Uh, done. 
did his Achilles just before three-quarter time, and that was yeah. the end of him. So, Ouch. Yeah, so that's a huge win. And it goes to show, it's the type of competition is. Perth got beaten by Adelaide in Adelaide. Everyone went, oh, yeah, they're no good, Adelaide. Yeah. And then they go and beat New Zealand in New Zealand. Yeah, Adelaide looking okay. DJ Vasilovic was uh, the, the big He's inclusion. Our man. Yeah. Can't wait till he knocks down 40 against Sydney. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, there's going to be some action on Twitter. Uh, after that game, the Hawks took on the Taipans, and uh, Illawarra just got up by a point, 84 well to 83. Yeah, at home. That's fantastic yeah. for the local community. Brilliant. Very, very. Very good. Bloody Blanchfield. And in cricket, <laughs> sorry, I tried doing it with a straight face, couldn't do it. Sri Lanka smashed England. It was unbelievable. They won by eight wickets. Uh, they knocked England out for 156 before chasing oh. it down for the loss of just two wickets. Incredible. Yep. Incredible. They were fantastic. Amazing Good. stuff. Yeah. And in the Shield, uh, WA at stumps 241 against South Australia, who are none for 27. All right, not good for WA there. Okay. Rushing to Kevin's Warehouse for a Christmas fragrance sale. Get the big brand fragrances at the lowest prices. We won't keep him waiting. The garbologist from Joondalup has oh, yes. decided to get on the phone. I don't know whether we called him or he called us. Jesse, good morning. I'm Scotty and guys. Going on, boy? Where you, where you been, mate? Where you been? Oh, mate. Now, I've been listening. I've been listening. I just I didn't listen today. My mate called me up and said, they're ringing about you. They, they, they wanted to get on. I was like... All right, I'll jump on with the boys. <laughs> hey. So, so you've been, are, you still, are you still doing your thing? I'm still doing my thing. Always doing my thing. We've got a big day today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Why is it so big today? Oh, because boys are booking off and, yeah, it's going to have fun. Oh, okay, fantastic. I reckon you're a bloke that gets up and about, about a six, seven o'clock, I reckon. Oh, Really? I don't yeah, see. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I don't see garbos who do. See, I see garbos come past my house. That's it, and they're gone. I think that's all. Their day's over by midday. But you're going right through to about six or seven. Oh, midday, midday's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's people like you that make the world go round, Jesse. Don't worry about that. No, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, anything uh, else to report? What's going, in the, what's going on with the footy? The bombers are doing well, mate. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy with their recruiting? Uh, not paying them so much, nah. Ben McCoy, I think, is a bit overpaid, but oh, yeah. it's all right. Man, it. Here's a chance to earn. Did I, did I read this right? I sent it through, but it was a dodgy source. But it's in 1.5 next year, so tell me that's a... 1.5, he- yeah, 1.4, 1.5. But it... But it but he, he, can, he, he can't play. Yeah, it's a, it's a, fr- a front-ended deal. <laughs> 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 I, seriously, it must be a heavily front end. next Dustin Martin, does he? No, he's... Well, I caught it, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be, I'd maybe, maybe, maybe... He's probably the most interesting watch next year, Ben McKay, because a lot of North Melbourne people say that he just tuned out halfway through mm, the year. I but uh, So we'll, we'll wait and see. But I'll tell you what, if, if it's front-ended, what's he got, a four-year deal? I hope that he's getting paid 100 grand for the next... Three yeah, years in, yeah, yeah, six year. Hey, Jess, are you are you in the truck as we speak, or are you just about to get in, or are oh, you... I'm in the truck right now. Yeah. Okay. Can you give us something? Just give us something that sort. Of... What's that? What do you want to hear? It. Yeah, I just want to hear something, just to make yeah, sure. We don't, I, don't be- I don't believe you're in the truck. I don't think you're in the truck. Sorry. 
Nah, you're in the truck. Yeah, he's in the truck. You're in the truck. Hey, Jesse, we love hearing from you. We were just uh, we had a couple of people wanting to know what we hadn't heard from you. You're an absolute yeah. legend, mate. No, your laugh makes our day. You're a breath of. I'm here. I'm here, boys. I'm always listening. Good on you, legend. There's Jesse from Jude Love. He's our garbologist, and he's an absolute legend. Let's get a breakaway and come back. David Taggart's going to join us. Hey, before we do, before you dig, lodge a free inquiry online. I need a dig from you. Yeah, please. I'm just going to like, again. I feel like we've done this a couple of times because I'm one of the, I'm not one of these people, but Wildcats fans, which I'm. A huge one. Just, just, just settle down. Just <laughs> under pressure. They, they're coming from the rafters again. Just relax. As we said on Tuesday, we will win the championship this Correct. year. We are not far away. We've been spoiled all our lives, and yet things aren't going great. The league is better. The league is better. But we have got a very good roster. We've got a very, very good coach. It will come together. Mm. We will win the championship this year. So just settle down and calm the farm and do that word. That's really part of when you're a supporter, what's the main part of that word? Loyal. Support. Oh, Loyal's okay. not in the word supporter, mate. Where's your support? Oh. It's a loyal porter. <laughs> Don't dig blind. Search before you dig support. online. Every time, byda.com.au. David Taggart joins us next. Get your pens ready. Tomorrow, Cox Plate Day. Octagonal Mahogany are coming to the line, locked together. It's a fantastic finish, Octagonal. Octagonal wins the Cox Plate about a half neck to Mahogany, who was gallant in defeat. Space and Hand looks to have run third in front of Jeune. Just Apollo ran a big race at Long Odds from Mr. Marconi, Takaraka Star. Seascape next, Dane winner, hard luck story from Danarani. That was the 1995 Cox Plate, won by Octagonal, and you heard the run on there. Uh, C-scale, I think it got caught about ninth, but I think officially finished around fifth. And the bloke who was aboard it is SEN Track's finest. He is an absolute legend. Uh, I would call, I would say, one of the actual bona fide stars of the network. Small in stature, big in presence. David Taggart, very good morning to Scotty Ingalls. Hello, good morning, Dr. Darmus. Scotty, how are we? Things and, and just quickly before you answer that, any time I'm, I'm with you for the first time, guys, because I haven't spoken to you for a while, mm. I just seem to get ripped off. You, you called me once a five-time Group One winning jockey, and Seascale then, geez, the caller didn't, didn't do me any justice, did he? Because <laughs> he did run fifth. So, so for those who don't know, when I very first did uh, SEN track, because Tags and I were the originals for SEN track, and I and I sat down and I said, "Oh, the five-time uh, Group One winner," and he goes, uh, I "Hate to correct you, but six. Six. Yeah. Yeah, but it's important. Well, Google, mate. I googled it. Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah, well, one, sorry, one was a good one, mate. Probably Adelaide doesn't count. No. <laughs> <laughs> they all count, mate. When there's six of them, they all count. Don't hey, worry about t- that. Hey, tags. Big couple of da- big <laughs> couple of days. When you only wrote six of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big couple of days, isn't it, Mooney Valley tonight and then tomorrow? I'm going to ask you a question without notice. Ten races, Mooney Valley tomorrow. Obviously, the feature is the Cox Plate, and then of course tonight. We've got a racing at Mooney Valley as well, another eight races. Is there any thought, and if you as a participant, a jockey, trainer, strapper connection, of not having the Friday fixture and having a 12 or 14 race program out there tomorrow with the feature being the Cox Plate? What's your thoughts? That's probably too long a day, though, the 12, 14 races. That's the thing. Um I know Manicato has been shifted to tomorrow. It used to be on Friday night. Uh, that was the feature. Now it's the Mooney Valley Cup. I, I don't know. Is, is, is tonight's meeting it relevant? Just put the Mooney Valley Cup on tomorrow. Look, I, I think the most ridiculous Friday meet, night meeting is next week, the night before Derby Day. Mm. Uh, you, you've got the biggest 
Derby Day is the biggest day on on the Victorian racing program, and you've got all these participants having to go around for bad races around Mooney Valley on the Friday night. Yeah, they don't take to, to participants, and, and it must be incredibly tough. Jockeys ride in the last race, they get home, they've got to go to get yeah, some what'd sleep. What do they do, Tags? If you're a jock and you've, you've as Goss just said, then you've just, you've, say you've had six or seven rides tonight and you've got to ride tomorrow, obviously, depending on your weights and that sort of stuff. But how do you recover from that and then be on track at what, say, probably 10, 10 30 the next day? Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's, it's the wasting as well. Uh, it's very hard to sort of when, you, when you're tired. Um, all hung over from that fact, you know, <laughs> as you know, so. Had a big win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's tough. But th- these these jocks have been doing it for so long now, it's it's second nature uh, uh, to them. But to back up the next day, it's always tough because you're not going home, you're not sleeping because the adrenaline's still kicking in. Yeah. And if you have something to eat or drink, um, it sort of gets you going again. So it's always tough. Uh, but th- these jocks have been doing it. For such a long time now, so I, I think they're used to it. Hey, Tags, what type of horse wins the Cox Plate? It's just one of those races. It's a, it's at a, a different track, two thousand meters. Um, you know, some horses go around with forty nine and a half kilos. Others go around like the top weight go around with fifty nine. What horse and style of horse wins a Cox Plate? Well, for, for one, a good horse. <laughs> but but two, like the weight rate I was going up, like. Uh, back in the day, I think Octagonal carried about 48 kilos that day. 48, 48 and a half. So the weight for scale, C scale, I think 57. So the weight for scale scale's going up. Uh, but weight for eight horses win weight for eight races, because you know that. Mm-hmm. Who do you like then? Who do you like? Who do you like, Tags? Because I follow you, and, I, and I'm going to be completely honest with you now because of you know my fanboy sort of... Uh, uh, activity there. I'm, I'm, I'm just backing Ollie and everything big in the next three months or two months before he finishes here in Perth. I'm just back, backing Ollie. There'll be a fairy tale at some stage. Can I be your bookmaker because you, you'll go broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't come on Perth Radio and pot the ghost. Come on, mate. I love Ollie. Yeah. I love Ollie. So uh, yeah, we, geez, we had many a battles. You know, mm. like. Uh, I actually rode the Perth mare in the Caulfield Cup and, and sort of let Ollie out on Doremus. And that, when I had him cold, and he returned the favour to me on Hollow Bullet and the Oaks. So uh, we, we've had many a good battles, Ollie and I. But uh, is Romantic Warrior a good thing, the, the Hong Kong horse? I, I know he was disappointing first up. Mm. He was as, probably as fat as me. Uh, no, he wasn't. But, but there's, there's horses. But there's horses here that, that may struggle to get the two thousand. Like I'm not convinced Mr. Brightside will get it. Fangirl has to get uh, run over it for the first time. And Alligator Blood, well, he 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 he, he smashed up a um, what a, what the invalids the other day, didn't he? In the uh, mm-hmm. in that way trade race. So mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm still not convinced he gets the the, the two thousand, but. He may get a soft lead early go to black because I don't reckon there's a whole heap of pace in the race. We spoke to Damien Lane yesterday. He said he's just going to go forward and he's going to try and have a sneak peek for the lead. And he says if Alligator Blood wants it, he's going to have to sit outside it. But if it doesn't, he'll take Zaki to the lead. Any chance, Frosty? Yeah. Any chance? Well, he looks like he's back in form, doesn't he? Mm. So, like, of course, Fangirl and Princess Face beat him first up in the wing stakes. Uh, and, and think it over. Jeez, he's, a, he's a handy horse. Wait for age. He's a wait for age horse. He has to be a chance, but he's again having to come across from an outside gate. So he might spend a uh, few carrots. 
Uh, but we know that he's, he's, he can get the grip and he can run it right out. Hey, biggest time of the year, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. We all love AFL Grand Final Week and Grand Prix and all this stuff. But for me, it is the the These racing. Two weeks. It is unbelievable. Couple of weeks ahead, and we can't wait. Ted, can you feel it in Melbourne? I know you're not a great social butterfly, but can you feel it in Melbourne? The the the, the interest in in racing and, and Melbourne itself. Usually, you feel it when the weather's a bit warmer too. We had a couple of nice days, and it's gone to crap again. But, uh, <laughs> But, but it is when you walk on course, you can you can smell the roses at Flemington and cut grass and and then the, and all the people and that you you just you do get coey. Well, I do as as a uh, as a spectator. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it is yeah. Wait till next week. Um, leading up into the derby in the four days. Uh, yeah, Melbourne's going to be buzzing. No, it's it, the greatest. It's the greatest time of the year, as you said. You love AFL Grand Final. coming but... over. Uh, first time, no, I think I'm making the call, Tags, and it, I'm refusing to accept that I'm making the call, but I think I'm making the call to stay, which will be, I'll be grumpy on Derby Day, real grumpy. So oh. You better pick some winners, mate, because I'll be listening. Yep, will do. Thanks for having me on, gentlemen. Appreciate that. All right. Well, how about you have a winner for us tomorrow? Give us some winners tomorrow for Moody Valley. Don't, what, oh, just... well, no, but not, there's a few shorties in Sydney. I still haven't had a look. Mm-hmm. Uh I'll take on Antino with Tuvalu. I've had something on Tuvalu. Tuvalu. And there's one in race six. A little bit of odds there, too. Around about $10. The Andrew Forsman, Damien Oliver. There you go, Scotty. A pillar. I think think she's over the odds there at $10. Aprilia, yeah. Aprilia. Race number six. six. Yeah, number two. Aprilia, Damien Oliver. Done. There it is. Done. Tuvalu. There it is. Is Tuvalu Lindsay Smith? Yes. Oh, another West Aussie. There we go. And, and Aprilia runs out of the top three. Blame, blame Oliver, not me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you're on track tomorrow. Are you, uh, you, you, do you enjoy doing the live shows? The crowd gets involved. I saw you down at Geelong during the week. Yeah, Geelong Wednesday we were down there. We were at uh, Cork for the last two meetings. Uh, oh, yeah, a lot of people come up. It, it's, it, is, it is great. It's great atmosphere. But tomorrow we're overlooking the... Uh, the Mooney Valley uh, Mounting Yard in our in the SEN little caravan that we've got where we were last year. And it's a great viewpoint. Everyone can come up to us and uh, and, and say hello, and it's, it's it is wonderful. Yeah, I did uh, that van great. a few times, but in that uh, that travelling OB, OB van a few yeah. times, and that will be shaking. Well, yeah, will be. Uh, do Do you think um, Miles will take over? I mean, he's prone to be the front man of the whole thing. Do you oh. think uh, the the Magic Man, or the Milo Man, will take over? There's only one captain, Goss, and that's me, right? <laughs> 100% captain tags on Twitter if you yeah, haven't but, found but, it as well. But Miles, Miles won't be on tomorrow. He's back. I, like, I think he's back for a mate's wedding. Like, he gets married Cox Plate Day. Whoa, that's disgusting. The one is getting married Cox Plate Day. That's a two. You're an imbecile for going. Yeah, that's right. And that's a, that's a mate you don't want in your life, that's for sure. I tell you, what a ridiculous thing to do. Hey, just one from one of our loyal listeners here. Tags, Jonesy uh, has asked uh, the Mooney Valley Cup, do you rate Knight's order at uh, at good odds? I'm not working tonight, so I have done no Mooney Valley form for tonight. Oh, there you go. I do too much form as it is. Yep. If I don't if I don't have to do it, I won't do it. It's just a job. Yeah, it sounds like my training. It is a job yeah. for him. He, oh, I, 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 hey, Scotty. Yeah, mate. Scotty, you know the old adage, mate. Hard work never killed anyone, but I don't want to take that risk. <laughs> You're a good man, Tags. We're here on SEN Track at the Track tomorrow on SEN Track and SEN, of course, WA and all around the country. Compelling listening. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time.
He's right, gentlemen. There he is, Captain Tags. You can get him on Twitter as well. Hey. Sorry, Jonesy. Let's do this. 0487 736 736. Have we got the bugles? Have we got the runners going to the start, please, Mr. Maestro? No, no, it'll come. He's last. He had his arms folded there, like like he was enjoying what we were talking about. The feet up on the panel is probably a little bit, a bit familiar. They're in another world, those two blokes out there. Mm. Uh, 0487736736. 12 runners in the Cox Plate. Text in your name and where you're texting from. 0487736736. Because we are going to have a Cox Plate sweep. No idea what the prize is. We'll find out next. This is Scotty Angos. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six is the number. If you wish to go in our Cox Plate draw, we're doing that after seven thirty already. We've got our numbers up. A lot of people have already texted in. Todd from Alcamos, the cat. The cat from Waterman's Bay. Good part of the, good part of the world. Trent from Carambines there, of course. Pig in the Piara <laughs> Waters. <laughs> Dave from Bunbury might have donated a hundred dollars to the McGolf Challenge. As well. Did he? Well, I don't know if it's that, Dave, but if it's not, if you're the Dave, give thank the you, cre- Dave. Give him the credit. Yeah. Dave from Bunbury. Uh, John of uh, Wembley Downs, Harlem, he's been busy. Simon from Beldivis. Johnny Moore from Wanneroo has uh, Johnny Foken and the whole Foken oh, family. Boy, boy. <laughs> Gavin yeah. Lansdale. Nathan of Two Rocks. There's not much there, you know, Two, two Rocks. The, what's there? Got some couple of rocks. Hey, we've got a guest in the studio, uh, a, a name synonymous to WA football, of course, former Fremantle Docker and Collingwood star. He's now back in WA no and price. he's launching the Main Academy. It's just got a name. It just works. The Main Academy, yeah. December 18 to 22. Chris Main is in the studio. Thanks for coming in. Goss, Scotty, thanks for having me. There's a few others, but this is the main one. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic. Didn't have any trouble one. finding a name for it? <laughs> no, that was pretty easy. <laughs> Talk um, us through it, mate. Yeah. What, what's, it, uh, what's it all about? Yeah, so once I finished um, playing footy, obviously, I looked at uh, how to get involved still in coaching, um, came back, became part of uh, Trinity College with a director of footy and head coach there, and and then still looking how I can kind of build on my philosophy and I suppose where I go with my footy and I looked at a little gap that I thought was in the market and um, in the school holidays designing an academy that would help, you know, 11 to you know, 17-year-olds, I suppose, continue to pursue excellence and enhance their footy skills, not only in skills but also in the mental side of it, strength and conditioning side and then oh, get some tools on the side with some vision and some uh, testing. So. so those guys right in that development age. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So starting to look at uh, how to progress them into futures, into Colts, um, give them, I suppose, a taste of what it's like probably at the AFL level with, with that type of technology behind it and then, um, I suppose, support them along the journey. So giving them a profile at the end of it that we can then, when you come back for the next one, we can continue to build on that. So Is this a one-off? So at the moment it's December 18 to 22. Um, first and foremost, we'll put the details up on our socials. We're about uh, registering. and So you said ages between 11 and 17? Yeah, so years year 7 and 12 um, is where we're aiming to start with and part of our first phase. And um, from there we kind of go into... 
um, the next step of it all, which is, yeah, once you get through this one, then we've got others that are coming up. We're also branching out to um, Kalgoorlie, Karatha, um, Bunbury, trying to see if we can take the academy there, um, speaking with Madala as well to see if we can get to some Aboriginal communities to support the, the kids and uh, obviously the boys and girls there with AFL and AFLW. And, but also the biggest part of it as well is just playing the highest level of footy possible. So whether that's going to be playing ammos or uh, waffle, just trying to give them the best opportunity to pursue excellence and, and play at their highest level. So you, you see this in, in your job now at, at Trinity, that, that age group, grade 7 to 12, so all the schooling years there, you, you see that sort of just a little lack of or development opportunities for them. So, the, you know, there, there's players that, could, that are good, could be so much better. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that we've brought into Trinity so far since I've come there has been, I suppose, the technology part to it, to be able to see vision, um, to look at how we work in our gym and our testing, but then to have that mental side, I suppose, to the game. I think that's a huge aspect that needs to continue to improve. Um, and these kids at this stage, they're, you've, you can see the talent, but it's when you kind of get older, the talent can kind of be get overshown in a way with the bloke that works harder yeah, and has the ability to, I suppose, um, regulate their mental, I suppose, process, being able to learn how to speak to someone, to be able to get in the right headspace, but then able to understand what it takes from a strength and conditioning side and then to be able to utilise those you know, skills you have to put it all together. Take it out in the park. To then put it out in the park and then consistently play well. The Chris Main, the Main Academy, December 18, 22. Boys and girls, age 7 to uh, year, seven. Year, year 7. Year 7 to year 12. Uh, how do they register? Yeah, so Humanitics is the way you can register, and that's on my Instagram, but also the Main Academy one. Um so pretty much go on there, secure your spot. Um, How many spots do you reckon you'll have up? So we've we've, we've done a maximum of fifty, okay. um, and so far we're nearly there. So oh wow! Um, yeah, it's it's been incredible support the first two days. Yeah, uh, myself, well, you're a good man. Wife. You're a high achiever. So and who helps you out? So you you can't just do all of this on your own. Yeah. So uh, Jared from Body Magic, he's my strength and conditioning oh, coach. Yeah. Um, Bryce Cotton's mate. Yeah, Braden Ainsworth. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's going to come on in the mental from the side happiness of it. Co. Yeah, for Happiness Co. Um, and then having, I suppose, some current ex-AFL players that are going to come down and chip in, um, but then having the great man, Colin Young, coming down to do some work with player management, talk about recruiting, which is, um, which is, I suppose, for me, a really good coup to have some of that experience coming down to talk to the boys. And then, you know, we've got some, some sponsors that have already come on board with Greenback, um, which is like the protein powders and, and bars, which have been amazing. Mm. Um, Rick's eyewears come on, good old Tommy Sheridan. Tommy Sheridan, on board, yeah, get around nice. Tommy Sheridan. Um, Super Boost from Tommy Phillips, and then yeah, in the works right now with Chemist Warehouse trying to finalise something. Well, Sunny will look after you. I was at a Wildcats event last night, a Wildcats uh, business network, a Wildcats assist where businesses all get together, and they and we were talking to Andrew Vlahov about when you're playing and planning life beyond football and business interests and businesses helping businesses. You sound like you've done all of this in preparation and you've set up the academy and you've and you've gone to people that across your footy journey you've crossed paths with and you've touched on all of those. We talk of Rick's Eyewear, Tommy Sheridan, Tommy Phillips, of course, who's been well-travelled but a, a terrific footballer, uh, Jared Magic from Body Magic. So it is important to have those networks as players. You would have found it too, Absolutely. Scotty, but, but in particular, I've been impressed by this. And this is something I was at last night, the Wildcats 
business networking, and you would have done that as a player, as a football player. That was the biggest thing I took out of my, I suppose, a little bit of my journey of footy. Every function we had or opportunity to meet people, um, I always wanted to make sure that my first impression to those people was, I suppose, they were walking away, you know, in high regard of who I was yeah. and my character and... Um, a lot of things is always not what you know, it's who you know and the support you can kind of gauge from that. And then um, I'm always willing to give back. So to see um, people of that, I suppose, nature come out and help has been um, terrific from the get-go. So it is networking. Nice. It's so it, crucial. Your life is about relationships. And one thing that you mentioned before. It's too late for me. I'm 58. I've completely <laughs> botched all that yeah, side of things. You won't talk to anyone. You won't come out with me ever. <laughs> uh, I have a reputation, you know. I've introduced you to some really good people, I promise. <laughs> what, what I love, one of the things that you said before is the ability, teaching people the ability to talk to people, to actually f- Face to face, talk to people and communicate with them because it's it's mm. well and so it's not a strength nowadays of, of the younger generation, yeah. is it? Because they sit on phones, they text yeah. each other. If they sit next door to each other, well, they don't text each other; they snap or, mm. or, or <laughs> something else. But, but that ability to talk to people is the key to your success in your life. Yeah, the the, the adversity that you're going to face and the resilience you're going to need in footy um, is at the utmost, I suppose, highest point because you, you, you've got the best players in the game that can do it week in, week out, but they're still going to have adversity, whether yeah. that's from performance, injury, family issues, you know, just life matters. There's always going to be opportunities where you're going to be mentally, I suppose, beating yourself up or dealing with it where you become highly stressed and then from stress leads to injury and then leads to other things, I suppose, spiralling down. So having that ability to talk about it and teaching these kids at this age, you know, which is technology-driven, all on the phones or the iPads, Mm -hmm. computers, we see it at school now, to have that conversation, to be like, you know what, I'm playing twos, what do I got to do to play ones? So who do I speak to? Not just bottle up, get angry, frustrated. Mm. And I found Coach that I, sucks. I learned, me. I learned that a little bit through my career. So it's yeah. like, well, what do I got to do? So Jackie Latterett, um, who's now at Collingwood, the sports psych, utilising her, um, I suppose, really got me out of a rut and was able to help me, you know, take that next step in my journey. And it forged out another four years at Collingwood and had another crack at it. The you had done and dusted so. at Collingwood, mate. Yeah, yeah. Don't you worry. were I felt shot. It. I felt it. Mm. Incredible finish. You showed a lot of ticker. Hats off to you, mate. Um, unbelievable. All right. So Chris Main is in the studio. Main Academy, December eighteen to twenty-two. So that's Metro. And as you mentioned, you're keen. We do have sixteen eleven Kalgoorlie. Yeah. That's in spirit as well. The Bunbury audience. So you are keen to get out. Geraldton again is another um, another area that we are heard in, of course, and even further north. So you're really keen to make this. This is the start point of something very special for you. Yeah, definitely. I've I've already reached out, so we're at, I suppose preliminary talks um, with those places. Um, but again, it's it's yeah. So we just the aim is to get this first phase done. Um, there'll be a lot of content that comes from this. It'll allow the website to get done really well, and then from there to be able to I suppose yeah branch out to other communities, but also have the ones in here, which is good. Mainly, we just had the grand final, and a lot of your mates and uh, premiership yeah. teammates have won a premiership. And anyone with this guy yeah. who played five games played five hundred. But anyway, he's very much uh, well. Yeah, I mean, you're. <laughs> Started on Collingwood after five great games. It's not about the game space, it's about the, the contribution afterwards as well. Yeah. 20 years. So you can't get stuffed. So, Maney, you are on... A gr- I buy it every time. Oh, every yeah. time I buy it. I don't just know easy. why. I don't it's know just why. easy. On grand final day, you were, and I saw on socials, you were at the Herdsman Hotel for a grand final function. Now, a little birdie told me... Is that the WA Magpies? Yeah. I love it. So a little birdie told me, Maney, that you... Don't do grand finals very well. You've played in two, mm. 
and you know what it's like to be on the other end of that. Yeah. But you've played into, but you're not a great watcher. You get actually quite emotional and worked up over it. True story. And how did you go on grand final day? Yeah, definitely a true story. Wow. Um, I yeah, I dislike grand final days. Um, so obviously the two I've played in, I dislike those as well. Yeah. But um, that yeah, I've, ever since even when I first started playing AFL, um, I remember the grand final being on and just in the background. I just didn't want to watch it. And then from there on, it became. I suppose as I got older in my career and I, I thoroughly started to really, I suppose, be jealous of the players that were playing on the day and, and them seeing their success and that, that family success as well that came from it, everyone being involved in it, um, it just ate at me. So uh, that was the first one out of probably, yeah, um, all the grand finals that I've had to sit there and I suppose really be involved, a um, bit of a brave face, but... Um, the people there were pretty amazing and, yeah, and obviously crew. the yeah. boys um, that I'm still pretty close with, to see them do it, um, as much as part of me was like, geez, I wish I was there with them, I, I knew I didn't have two years left in me. So. Did you cheer during the game? Did you get emotional watching them? Uh, I got, I definitely got a little bit emotional towards the end, um, especially when Darcy Moore spoke. Um, the way he made the past players feel, um, I yeah. thought was... That's uh, us. That's us. <laughs> I thought it was pretty special. He 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 just spoke well. It, it, I was I felt like I was a part of the journey a lot more after he spoke. He's an incredible um, leader. So a great he does choice that of to captain. You, doesn't he? he does that to you. So Darcy. learned, so smart, yeah. so all encompassing. He's not bad for a backman. He very much He's is. A bright hey, mate, you say you're at uh, Trinity College now. Trinity College, Perth Football Club, Fremont, whatever. Give us. We had young Aidan O'Driscoll here for the Perth Football Club yesterday. Tell us where the next lot of talent is. Are you? I'm hearing vibes that, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to be good this year. We're going to have a number. We had Riley Hardiman. We've had Zane Zakalowski. We've had a whole lot of other players in. And we're going to chat to more Col- uh, Colton Tholstrup and the like. But maybe beyond this year, it's going to be a bit quiet in regards to the talent front. Have you? Do you see that at PSA level? Um, well, looking at, I suppose, the PSA this year, we've, we look at – I suppose Claremont's team, nearly half the team, if not three quarters of the team, came from PSA. So once the PSA season finished, they were back playing mm. Claremont. And I think we saw that through a lot of the Colts teams. Once the PSA finished, a lot of the talent came back. So I think the talent's pretty, I suppose, high in that regard. Um, coming from the PSA, I think it's a pretty mm. good competition in that regard too. So I, I think for, for us, we've got a few boys that are going to really push it, I reckon, next year, um, which will be exciting. But... Do schools hang their hat on that? We don't see a lot of it. We we see the Colts football clubs get the accolades because that's where they were. But do, do private schools really love seeing And Aquinas had a, a, a wonderful run of it in recent times, haven't they? They're all yeah. half from the Sydney Swans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, just uh, Jesse Motlop, of course, as we know, is at Carlton. So do, do private schools chase the next, have the next big kid and big name in the AFL system? Oh, I think, like, for us, we, we honour it with our honour board of all the, the sporting talent that's gone with us. Is Tom Mitchell cricket, on the honour board? Um, do you know not Tom that Mitchell's I've seen, no. He was there when he was he even did he not to go to Trinity Aquinas? No, I don't think he did. Uh, no, I, don't. I haven't seen him on the board. Like Mitch Duncan, Collier. He went to Hale. Yeah, Hale. He yeah. went to Hale. They're on our boards, um, so which is really special from from that regard. So I think we we honour it in that that way. But like, yeah, for me as a coach and for people involved in the program would be you know especially friends of footy that support we have from the parents. They'd be chuffed to see some of the boys Brilliant. get that opportunity. But as I've said to a lot of boys this year, like be able to play a hundred 
you know, 100, 150 games of Waffle League footy yeah. is is really oh, powerful. And, and to that's be sort to, of forgotten now, isn't it? A lot, a lot of young blokes now say AFL or nothing. No, nah, that's that's what I push. I push the idea of, like, if you play yeah. AFL, that's a pinnacle. Well done. Yeah, great. But, you know, we can play 100, 150 games of Waffle footy, be a life member at the Waffle Football Club, um, and to to be, I suppose, a bit of grassroots, being at Perth Footy Club and, and seeing the club continuing to try to fight back and fight back, I suppose... Um, that's that's part that I love, and to see Scotty Moore go from Trinity to the Colts, take him to a grand final, to and from push... SEN Sales, he was at SEN Sales yeah. for a number of years. Scotty Moore as yeah. well. Now he's doing big I things love, in the footy I space. I love what Scotty's done. Yeah, I've always a been a big fan of him, and then to see what he did with the that the Colts team that hasn't been much success at the club, um, and they were yeah they were coming late to really for put on the on, and I was cheering from the stand with my two kids. <laughs> um, we're all getting up and about, and to see the yeah the the black and red just fall a bit short, the riny red legs. It was, um, but yeah, love to see what the boys can do and really excited about what Trini Footy is doing at the moment too. What I love about this, the main academy, is that it's not just hand-picked players who are going to try and play AFL football. It's for anyone who wants to be the best they can possibly be, whether it's ammos, whether it's you know waffle, whether it's waffle reserves, waffle, or trying to get AFL. Anyone who just wants to be the best they can be, have a look at this. Yep. Brilliant stuff. The main academy, December 18 to 22, only a couple of spots left. Girls or boys from year 7 to year 12. Uh, we'll put our details on our socials. You can get Maney on his uh, Instagram. You can get the academy also on Instagram. Instagram yep. Yeah, so look, just get on socials. You'll find the main academy, M-A-Y-N-E, of course, academy. Uh, thanks for coming in. Exciting times for you. Good to see you. Good no worries. Mate. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. There's Chris Maney in the studio, former Fremantle Locker and Collingwood superstar. Bo Motile is giving you a chance for a trip for two to the America's Biggest Game, of course, uh, in over there worth $70,000 this trip. Just get into Beaumont's before November 12 and you win with the chance. T's and C's apply. Uh, last one before we take a break and don't forget if you want to call now, 13, uh, sorry, 0487 736 736 if you want to go in our Cox Plate uh, um, what's that called? Sweep. Sweep. Dave? Martin from Je- no, oh. yes, he did. Well, Dave from uh, from Bummery said, yep. yeah, I did donate. Guys, hope you reach the rest of your goal. We have the best listeners. We certainly do. And Martin from Jared, what a great listener he is too. Hi, guys. Funniest game I've ever seen was Scotty playing against McIntosh. You were both laughing out there because neither of you could run or jump. I think it was Scotty's last game. I agree. Mm-hmm. I saw that game. It was embarrassing. Two Good. old fellas. <laughs> uh, seriously. We're sure that, that wasn't a Maney tribute game, was it? <laughs> I don't know. It probably was. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you what, there was a gopher out there taking you off the ground. Let's get a breakaway. It's 21 past seven. Goal square, Pavlich got rid of Tui, ball to the back, Chris Bain, he's got four, and that's the best of them. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. What? It's on this day. Prime time, mate, prime time. Because it's October 27, you know what that means. Hey! (laughs) Three months today. Four months. four months today. <laughs> My birthday. Four months. Four months today. Energy Crowbar at into seven twenty. Well, we had to get Maney on. I didn't want to take his time, so I thought. Well, uh, I didn't say anything at, at six twenty because I thought no one noticed, and we'd just move along. October twenty seven. Happy birthday! It's National Bandana Day for Canteen today. Awesome. All righty. Hey, John Cleese was born on this day eighty four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I think we might have an issue. We have a technical issue outside there. Do you have a technical issue? I think we don't. Well, the system's not used to, on this day, being into this segment. I heard it glitching, and I thought, yeah. and I thought, is that us? Yeah. <laughs> I think I can't hear myself. We're definitely on air. We're led to believe, so we just got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, all righty. So we're definitely on air. John Cleese's birthday today. I asked for a room with a view. Deaf, mad and blind. <laughs> uh, this is the view as far as I can remember, madam. Yes, yes, this is it. When I pay for a view, I expect something more interesting than that. That is Torquay, madam. <laughs> it's not good enough. <laughs> well, may I ask what you were expecting to see out of a talky hotel bedroom window? <laughs> Sydney Opera House, Faulty Towers. <laughs> Faulty Towers. Only 12 episodes of Faulty Towers. Uh, that, that, Two series of six. blew me away, yeah. yeah brilliant stuff. People talk about it. Kevin Boric is 75. He's a Who's guitarist. He was in a band called the Lardy Dars. Boris is a superstar, mate. No, he's not. Kevin Boric is a is a he's like Tommy Emmanuel when it comes to guitar. Hey, Mark Taylor, the skipper, fifty nine today. Three hundred ninety eight. And he gets it through. So Mark Taylor will bring up his three hundred. He raised his left fist in exhilaration, and why wouldn't he? And now he shows some emotion that he hadn't showed before. The Australian skipper brings up 300 in a test match. And he went on to make 334 against Pakistan in the second test in 1998. David Warner celebrates his birthday as, well, David Warner is 37 today. <laughs> Pulls it away hard on the leg side. Times the ball well. It races out towards the rope. Incredible from David Warner. 300. A history-making innings at the Oval. He loves it. The crowd loves it. David Warner. October 27 is the day. On Candace this day. Hey? Candice loved it. <laughs> We've done six interviews after that. <laughs> what else you got? She can't say well. What else you got? So many lines there. Just not <laughs> On this day, we're doing this... Um... <laughs> For Baron a day because the little things are everything. Well, we've got technical problems, and, and I'm just trying to soldier through it. Normally, I would have blown a foot for valve by now, but it's okay. I've left that to Chris. Have you noticed know, so Blake absolutely go completely? I love it when he when he loses his trolley there. <laughs> just his arms go flying everywhere. It's like he's an octopus. He's got eight of them. Uh, brilliant but stuff. He responds. Dave says, uh, also, boys, I deliver fuel to the Bunbury Turf Club, so I've seen completely overhauled over the last 18 months. You have, and they had their f- first race day yesterday. It was astonishing. Hey, look, we're, we're up against it here because of, of the technical problems that the boys are experiencing. Uh, give me some tunes. Uh, we'll give you this one. Sonny and Sher. Sonny oh. was 29, Sher was 17. Can you believe this? They got married in 1964. Yeah, there's. Uh, they did have a couple of other good songs together as well. And on this day, we leave it with our man, of course, we talk of Bruce Springsteen. Oh, hello. Yeah, I know. I'm not the massive Bruce Springsteen fan, but he came the first rock star to make the cover of Time magazine and Newsweek on this day in 1975. On this day, Baron, a day, don't miss out on the little moments because the little things are everything. News is next.
Ben E. King, not Benny King, Ben E. King. Right. Who plays for? Um, he plays for uh, Gold Coast. <laughs> Try and work out, me brothers. 1960 Stand By Me was recorded on this day. Thanks to Barrett and O'Day. The boys are working. There's been a short into their system. They've blown their speakers out there. Mm. Yeah. So we did have a few moments there. But Pig says uh, we're being heard loud and clear. Okay. Thanks for the heads up. Thanks, you piglet. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. Hey, news just in. Um, North Melbourne, who we know are... Uh, North Melbourne's Braden George has undergone surgery to repair a left elbow dislocation. Ouch. He sustained the injury during an off-season training session back home in Wangaratta. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Uh, let's a do training this. Training session. I oh, know, Tommy Hackett. Yeah. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Tommy Hackett is the Ladbrokes Cox play. Hey, it's a big, big couple of days at Mooney Valley. We've already spoken to Huge. David Taggart on a Friday, which is unheard of, apparently. He was very keen on the top weight, romantic warrior. What's the market look like, Tommy? Good morning. Good morning, boys. Uh, happy Ladbrokes Cox plate Eve. Uh, the punters have whiffed tags in the, the past sort of 24 hours. Romantic Warrior was on the drift yesterday, back into $3.80. He's going to be the favourite. Alligator Blood, $6 into five fifty. Gay Waterhouse looking to win her first Cox plate. Basically, only major race, not on her resume. Mr. Brightside's been seven fifty into six fifty. Gold Trip, Fangirl, Militarise, all $8.50. And the International Victoria Road is $13. I'm backing two here, boys. I'm backing Gold Trip on the quick backup from that brutal Caulfield Cup. I think we'll have him primed for this Ladbrokes Cox plate. He was very good in this race last year. He was a bit unlucky. If he got a little bit of even luck in running, he would have been very close to Animo in this race last year. I think he's going even better this year. I think he's great value at $8.50. And I think the dark horse is Fangirl. She was outstanding last start in the King Charles. Zach Purden goes into the saddle. The big unknown for her is the 2,040 metres of the Cox Plate. Uh, she's never run at 2,000 metres before, so that's going to be the test for her. But if she runs the trip, she'll be in the finish. Hey, Tommy, someone is uh, held in such high esteem by Ladbrokes. Are you going to be on course tomorrow? I will be on course tomorrow. I'm actually uh, in the, at the Brisbane airport as we speak, making the uh, the trip down tonight. So I'll be there for uh, Ludbrokes Mini Valley Gold Cup tonight, and then I'll be on track for the Cox Plate tomorrow. Ah, I'm excited for yeah. Behave yourself. Yeah, it's behave a big, yourself. big day. Yeah, you're away from the family. You've got the white shorts on. Just behave. Yeah. Make sure you get back in one piece. Absolutely. I just Hopefully, all the focus will be on finding those winners. Yeah, good on you, mate. We'll see it all on the app. Uh, Ladbrokes, Cox Plate, uh, Mini Valley Cup. Hey, will you be busy? Because uh, Gostrian Armas has got Ascot. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover off on Collie Racing tomorrow because the trots were there last week. It's Collie Cup Day at the races tomorrow. It's a wonderful awesome. course. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Uh, and, yes, I'm due for a couple of winners. Hey, good on you, Tommy. Travel safe. <laughs> thanks, boys. That odds update, thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. All righty. Coming up after the break, Scotty, you've got the field. Yep. I have got the names. Uh, you've got literally, literally um, two minutes to text if you want to go in. 0487 736 736. This is your last chance to text. 0487 736 736 to enter our Cox Plate sweep. Tickets to the Wildcats versus Adelaide. $100 tyre power voucher also up for grabs as well. If you are successful with the Cox Plate, it's winner take all. We're going to go down the page, but we're going to take a break. But you've got one last chance. 04 
Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Our Cox Plate draw, our sweep is prepared. They're, well done to everyone. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, they're all in there. Beck, you're in. Yeah. Craig, Jeff from Peppy Beach, yep. you're in. Uh, Brits, you're in. And Frosty. Uh, and Frosty is. God morning, all. Put me in late. I've been trying to text. The flies are pissing me off. <laughs> Craig from Gossie's Golf Club. Good on you, Craig. You're in. You're Jonesy, in. Medora Bay. Uh, so. So there are people that's going to miss out. So that's just you know that's How many just the way it rolls. Only twelve. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and we've got you know, plenty, plenty of entrants. So I'm going to name the horse, and you are going to pull the name out of the hat. You going random? Yeah, absolutely going random. Rogue. Yep. Okay. All right. First one, number ten, Victoria Road. Victoria Road. That's the one right down the bottom, near the bottom. Nathan of Two Rocks. Nathan of Two Rocks. No, I don't, Nathan. Not much up there apparently. <laughs> Right, let's go. Unless gold. you want to sell your house. Next one is Gold Trip, mate. Number five, Whoa, Gold Trip. Mark Zara goes back on board. He mm. picks and chooses, doesn't he? Yeah, real hussy. Yes. <laughs> He's picking well at the moment. Yes. Let's hope, gold Trip. Let's hope he doesn't whip it too much. Chris of Bayswater. Chris will be happy. Chris of Bayswater. All right, let's go. Alligator Blood. Harlem, Lansdale. Harlem. Yay! Pinstripes. Oh, that's the bolter. Number seven, Pinstripe. Ben Allen. In the saddle. Dave of Bunbury. Dave, well done. Thanks for your $100 donation, Dave. You're a good man. You're in there, Dave. Well done, mate. Mr. Brightside. Goss, he's a beauty. He's a beauty. Craig Williams. Yeah, the Hayes boys put the polish on that one. Pig of Piara Waters. (laughs) Currently Piara Waters. So that's um, five. So we've got seven to go. Let's go to the top, uh, mate. Romantic Warrior. Really? Yep. Let's go Romantic Warrior James McDonald. International Raider. Taggart's tip. Mm. Ryan of Bankshire Grove. Oh, I know. You'll be good as gold there. Fangirl. Number eight. Van, Van, Fangirl. Zach Burton. John of Wembley Downs. Oh, yeah. John of Wembley Downs. Is he the father of? Of who? Father of uh, Michaela and... Oh, it might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Vicky and Joel. He's been on fire lately, John, with the prizes. Yep. Uh, Militarise, number 11, Zach Lloyd. Very big chance. Uh, well, the flies are pissing you off, Frosty, but you've got a runner. Frosty, he's in. Beautiful. Have we got left to go, Scotty? We've got to one, two, three, four to go. You ready? Yep. King Colorado. The whole family's got a, got a horse. John Fogan. <laughs> Johnny Fogan and the whole Fogan family. <laughs> Johnny, is that Johnny in Glen Forest? Johnny of Glen Forest. All right, Johnny, you've got King Colorado. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to save me favourite to last. Uh, my Oberon, Jamie Mott. Jamie, oh, really? Is yeah. that a chance? No, no, it's, it's, not, my, it's not my tip. I'm saving my favourite to last. <laughs> What's your tip? Oh, I know what yeah, you're tipping. You know where I'm going. I'm no, no. declared. Oh, all righty. My Oberon. Robbo of Atterdale. Robbo. There you go. Good on you, Robbo. Robbo's in. Done deal. And we Done have... deal in the race. No, Frosty, <laughs> Frosty the jockey, not Frosty our man, uh, in Denmark. Uh, Damien Lane is on Zaki. Is this it? Zaki. Simon of Beldivis. Simon of Beldivis. And the last one, mate, is our great man, the greatest of all time. Uh, Damien Oliver is riding Juas. The cat. 
The cat from the Waterman's Bay. <laughs> so, down the page. So, uh, from the top? From the top, Romantic Warriors, Ryan at Banksy Grove. Two, Zaki is Damien Lane's uh, ride. Is Simon from Bell Divers. Mr. Brightside, Pig from PR Waters <laughs> got him. <laughs> Harlem, you've got Alligator Blood. Chris from Bayswater, you've got Gold Trip. Robbo from Adderdale, my Oberon. Dave from Bunbury, you've got Pinstriped. John from Wembley Downs, you've got Fangirl. That cat from Waterman's Bay's got Ollie and Jewess. Uh, Nathan from Two Rocks has got Victoria Road. Frosty, you've got Militarise. And Johnny fucking. <laughs> Johnny from Glenfire has got King Colorado. Sorry to anyone who missed out. Yeah. That's Goss's fault. He was pulling out of that. Yeah, I was too. Uh, thank you for everyone. So, uh, yeah, whoever wins. Good fun. The Cox Plate tomorrow. Thanks to the Perth Wildcats. We've got uh, uh, tickets to the Wildcats versus Adelaide, November 4, and $100 tyre power voucher. Yeah, awesome. Uh, awesome crew at tyre power. They are fantastic. I've got to go see me. I've got to get my spare. you got to get your spare? Yeah. Oh, you don't have a spare? No, I've got my four tyres changed, and then I forgot to get the spare done. Oh. So, I'm thinking, I'm going to... Well, they are the power of Australia's biggest independent. They're the best, and just great service, good people. You'll yep, love it. Very true. Uh, let's get a break away. We go to the break. Sam Kerr scored last night in front of her home crowd as the Socceroos got their Olympic campaign, a qualification campaign, up and running with a 2 0 win over Iran. Catley's ball, teasing ball, and there it is. Sam Kerr. Who else? Craig of Gozzi's Golf Club is. Annoyed that he mentioned we mentioned him, but he didn't get a. No, we were just going through Craig. We were going through everyone who's texted in and, and entered. Your name was in the hat, but unfortunately, mate, uh, Goss didn't pull it out, and I'm sorry about that. I mean, <laughs> if I had it my way, I would have definitely pulled your name out. And we haven't heard from Dan from Joondalup for a long time, uh, Danielle. Uh, Dan, uh, she says yes, me for the sweet, please. Still alive and still listening. Mm, well, you don't need Dan. I'm not so sure you have been listening to be honest. Yeah, she has. Trust him. No, I don't. Oh, hang on. We trust Jesse early. We had to get him to ring to make sure he's still with us. Yeah, we trust him too. Where's Michael Palmyra? Well, no, he is, he is a mystery. Yeah, but anyway, that's okay. I texted okay. David Taggart to say thanks for coming on. We've been reliably informed David Taggart has never done a Friday interview. Ever. Refused with anyone in the network. He's not working. He's not doing. I he said, said that about the form tonight. Thanks for coming on, mate, I said. Uh, we appreciate it. And he goes... Uh, I heard your ratings went through the roof about the same time I was on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon don't read anymore. He said it's a, a good time to get me on at your time. Uh, Gareth Hall tries to get me on at 8 o'clock over here. Turn that up. Turn it up. He's stuck in up at 8 a.m. Taxi's not an early riser. No. In fact, he sounded a bit sleepy to us at times. Yeah. Well, I, I loved having him on, and he's given us a couple for uh, for tomorrow, hasn't he? At, uh, what are your plans for the weekend? Well, I'm going to um, glue myself probably to the couch a little bit tomorrow for um, a lot of Cox Plate Day, and I'm going to have my family over on Sunday. Oh. And uh, mum and dad and my sister is down from Jero, and we, I'm going to cook. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to cool. They want to do a belated birthday for Harley because they weren't in town when he was there. <laughs> so, you know, they want to celebrate his birthday a week and a half after. That's fair, isn't it? You're all on board that. Have a great weekend, whatever you're <laughs> doing. You're on board? What are you doing, mate? Going to get mice out of your toilet? <laughs> no, I think that should have already been done by now by the time I get home. But I've got a huge day today. Huge day. Excellent. Lunch here at Optus. Fan. Well, that for the Children's like Hospital. Oh, you're working at it. And then tonight I'm doing a Ronald McDonald charity oh, house there's a couple event of, with Gilly. A couple of fantastic things you're doing. Good on you, mate. Giving yeah. back. Yeah, and pardon? Giving back. Giving back to the community and helping Royal Children's Hospitals. Fantastic cause. Hang on, didn't they get enough on the weekend? Perth, Perth Children's Hospital. Perth Children's Hospital. So, same thing. <laughs>
Perth Children's Hospital, didn't they get enough of the week? Yeah, they got 77 million. Well, they need up your invoice. <laughs> <laughs> Take some of the telethon money. Go on, be that bloke. Be that bloke. Uh, no, it's going to be a, a very busy weekend. And then tomorrow night I'm doing the Saba Rose Ball, um, Saba Rose uh, Foundation Ball, a huge event at Crown. So I do that as well. And then Sunday and off, day off and Sunday. No, yeah. Catch up with Vov and Pop. We'll find you something to do for Sunday. I might drive to Williams because I've got that house listing. Congratulations. Alice, Good luck if yes. you want a magnificent country retreat. Yes. Uh, speak to my man T. Goss Arch yeah, here. Yeah. And what you should do, if you've got any time on Sunday, just start Googling party buses or, <laughs> or bus hire companies that you can drive. Um, for to drive us around the Swan Valley to see a little bit more of the magnificent Swan Valley. Well, I went up through the Nicola Estate last night. Yeah. yeah it was an absolute dream. It yeah, was yeah. absolutely brilliant. You've got that. Where was Jack's wedding? Uh, Sandalford. Sandalford, yeah. Yep. And, and I go to Keller's, go to Keller's yeah. Farm as well. Mate, it's beautiful. Alrighty. Hey, mate, have a great weekend. We'll get out to Mandoon well done. as well. Hey, Lynn, good to have you back for a couple of weeks, mate. Travel safe over to Melbourne. Good luck yeah, to Ed Allen if he doesn't get a game and comes <laughs> back and plays for Claremont. <laughs> go pick Lunas. up your stuff, Link, and bring it back. Have a great weekend, everybody.